0: Open your uh, scripture reading this morning uh, to John chapter 12. Yes, we are going to still stay in Romans today, but I wanted to focus on during our scripture time here on the fact of our, this is Palm Sunday. And so I want to read from John, uh, John chapter 12, please. If you follow along, beginning in verse, John 12, verse 12. And I'll be reading down to uh, verse 21. John 12, 12. The next day, this is the triumphal entry, by the way. The next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, the feast, by the way, is the Passover that's, that's coming up, leading up to that, that they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, and cried out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, sat on it, as it is written, For not for fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, when they remembered, then they remembered These things were written about him, that they had done these things to him. Therefore the people who were with him when he called Lazarus out of his tomb and raised him from the dead, bore witness. And for this reason the people also met him, because they heard that he had had done this sign. The Pharisees therefore said among themselves, You see that you are accomplishing nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Now there were certain Greeks among those who came up to worship at the feast, then they came to Philip, who was from Beth- Bethesda of Galilee, and asked him, saying, Sir, we wish, wish to see Jesus. You, so you have the crowd crying. Uh, also, you'll, another passage will tell us that Christ himself was weeping. And you have the Pharisees who are complaining. <laughs> and uh, then you have, of course, uh, the uh, proclamation of the, that they were looking, of course, for a conquering king, not for a suffering savior. So this, is, this week is called, I didn't hear it, no. it's called the Passion Week. <laughs> that whole group over there is dismissed. <laughs> but good try, you know. If you look over there, see people with red faces, they're the ones, anyway. It's also referred to as the Holy Week, the Holy Week he got his triumphal entry when he came into Jerusalem. This is, uh, and, and uh, this triumph leads to tragedy. Which leads to hope. Okay, We always think, oh this triumph, he came in and then they, the same people that are crying praise Hosanna, or at the end of the week saying crucify him, crucify him. Same group. But if it wasn't for the tragedy, there would be no hope. Because see, this is Palm Sunday. This is a triumphal entrant into Jerusalem. Next Sunday is the resurrection, which gives us a triumphal entry into the presence of God through Jesus Christ. So this is called the Passion Week. Passion, interesting, is, is strong and barely controllable emotion. It's, moved, it's a move to action. It's commitment. It's fully engaged. It's, it's a measured Response. Christ had passion. We see it when he came and saw Jerusalem. He began to weep because he saw people without a shepherd. He he had a strong passion. Passion. This passion was going to help him follow through on what he knew man needed most. It began on Monday, or actually it began on Sunday, is at triumphal entry. Uh, we believe that he probably stayed in Bethany with his friends Lazarus and Martha and Mary, which is a very short journey. He probably stayed there often, so he, was, he didn't stay in Jerusalem. He went back and then came back. On Monday, this was the cleansing of the temple. We can read about that in Luke chapter 20. Uh, the, he drove out the money changers and the sellers of sacrificial animals. That's what he did on Monday. Now, this is the second time, actually, he's done this. He did it at the beginning of his ministry, and he's done it now the second time at the end of his ministry, earthly ministry. That was was Monday. Then on Tuesday and Wednesday, and and I say it together because in reading that there seems to be, they're kind of mixed together, but on Tuesday and Wednesday, you have these controversies with the religious leaders, uh, the religious establishment about Christ's authority, about paying taxes, about the resurrection, and he also questioned them. And they they couldn't trip him up. They couldn't trick him up. They, they tried to, every way they could, to use it as a means to uh, discredit him, and they, and they couldn't. And so this is, but, okay, his passion, he just forged ahead. So on, on Wednesday then, or on Thursday, Luke 22, this is the preparation for the Passover meal. Now this is, the celebration began in the evening after sundown. But Thursday began with the preparation towards it. When sundown came, it was actually the Passover began. So they were preparing for the Passover during this time. And uh, the celebration of the Passover, at the celebration of the Passover itself, he identified that Judas was going to betray him. He spoke to uh, Peter, that Peter was actually going to deny him, and also spoke of his death and resurrection. And, And remember, The disciples didn't get it until afterward, but he spoke about these things. So that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Then Friday, of course. This after the Passover, he went to pray in the garden. So this is this is probably early early morning hours, and maybe even eleven o'clock at night, something to that effect. He went to pray in the garden. This is where the arrest of Jesus took place. Uh, the, this is a betrayal by Judas. Remember, this is where Peter drew his sword and cut off the soldier's ear, and the Lord healed it and told him to put his sword away. This isn't the time for that. This happened at, at, the, uh, at his arrest. And then, of course, Peter all forsook him, but Peter followed at a distance, and he was actually at the first examination of Jesus' And he was approached by a, a servant girl and said, aren't you, hey, aren't you one of those followers of Jesus? Aren't you one of those Galilean?" Oh, no, I never knew him. And the word used there is actually, I, I don't have any relationship with whatever you're talking about. So he denied him. So that began, then we head into one o'clock in the morning, midnight, one o'clock in the morning, something like that. We have actually four trials. And these four trials... Uh, the Sanhedrin. Well, they really couldn't do anything with execution without Roman stamp on it. So they took him to Pilate. And Pilate found him not guilty. He, found, he said, I, found no, I find no fault in him. Well, then he's taken to Herod. Herod, of course, is the king of the Jews. So Pilate kind of passed the buck to Herod. And uh, Herod was examining him more out of curiosity. This is all happening on Friday. And now during this time, okay, you have to remember this was happening. He was beaten. He was scourged. He was mocked. His beard was pulled out. This was a, physically speaking, this was incredible pressure that was going on him. But Jesus had, what? Passion. (laughs) He had passion to see this through to the end. And finally he goes, he ends up back in Pilate's hands and Pilate offers the people Barabbas. Or I'm sorry, he offers to let, let him go and they said, no, we want Barabbas, crucify Jesus. And so you have that, that human cry, crucify him, crucify him. So all that happens on thir- uh, Friday, but, it, but they have to crucify him and get him off the cross before sundown. Why? Because it's the Sabbath. So this, we're we're talking from near midnight Thursday night to like 6 p.m. Friday. All these things take place. He he literally he must have been physically, emotionally exhausted, but he had passion to see this through to the end. Well, then of course they crucify him. Isaiah 53 he hung between two thieves. Sign said, this is Jesus, king of the Jews. Remember the Sanhedrin came and said, take that sign down, he's not the king of the Jews. And Pilate basically said, I've spoken what I've spoken. It is. In other words, it is what it is. Or he is who he is. Then the burial took place, of course, before sundown. They took him off the cross. He had already died, uh, because they checked him. If he hadn't died, they were going to make sure that he died, but even then they still put the spear in his side and came forth blood and water to confirm the fact that he was already dead. And so they buried him before sundown. Saturday, he rested. <laughs> he rested in the grave. And then Sunday morning, of course, the stone was rolled away. The tomb was empty because Jesus had a rose. The resurrection takes place on Sunday. One of the reasons we worship on Sunday, because that's when the resurrection took place, so you have this Passion Week, this Holy Week. The question, the question really comes down to this. Do you have that same kind of passion? Do you have that same kind of passion to see it through to the end? To state of the course, that type of commitment, that type of fully be, being fully engaged, are you moved to action? Do you have that compelling emotion, that passion like Christ had it? So as you think of this week, it's Palm Sunday, coming to the resurrection, if m- no other message comes to you, come, let this one, let you walk away with this one, that you would have that kind of passion that Christ had. Let's pray. Father, we're thankful for your triumphal entry. We thank you for the fulfillment of scripture over and over, we see that happening. It's, uh, it, it's astounding. And even then, we can't fully comprehend or embrace the, the, the fact that uh, you, you willingly put yourself through those trials. You willingly put yourself on the cross so that we could triumph over sin because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That message of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ is that which is that message which Paul took to the unbelieving. That message we hope to and try to proclaim here at Faith Bible Church. Those of, those of us who have come to Christ as our own personal Savior have to embrace the fact that he exhausted God's wrath for me. And thank you, God, that we can come and proclaim that truth. And Lord, I do pray, again, that we may have that passion, that passion displayed by Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.